2. The Joy of a Cozy Fire People who don't like winter simply should not move to Vermont, as far as I'm concerned. Visit in the summer or fall, by all means, and buy lots of souvenirs here in Hamlin. Buy an extra number of them in my store, the Scott Shop, preferably expensive items like full-dress kilts, or even lots of little items, like tartan ties or reproductions of the Loch Ness Monster. Buy one for every single relative back home, but either live somewhere else or quit your infernal belly aching. Ten degrees Fahrenheit is the way winter works in the Green Mountains. Get over it, or get yourself a good wood-burning stove and four or five sets of thermal underwear, silk long johns and sock liners, good woolen hats and gloves, or Gore-Tex, if you want to be fancy. Of course, I didn't say any of this to Emily. Thank goodness this was a phone call. I couldn't have hidden my irritation face to face. Mark left me all alone again, Peggy, she whined, her voice almost echoing as if she were in a barrel. It's bad enough that he works in Burlington all the time, and we only come here on weekends. But now he gets a week off, and does he stay here? No. He took off before dawn on his skis and didn't even say goodbye. Here I am, freezing cold in this godforsaken house. She even sounded cold, and I could swear I heard her teeth chatter. But I wasn't going to feel sorry for her. Their house was one of those new energy-efficient ones outside of town. Probably had R-150 insulation all around. Or whatever number meant a lot of warmth. I moved a little closer to my wood stove. Just make yourself some hot chocolate, I advised. That'll warm anybody up. But he left me alone, Peggy. Why does he do that? I'd seen Emily's husband only once. Tall and lanky beside his short, pudgy wife. The two of them like the ancient cartoon characters Mutt and Jeff, walking up Hickory Lane, past my house. As far as I could see... He hadn't said a word the entire time I watched them. She'd talked nonstop, of course. I heard some time ago that the loneliest people were the ones who were unsuitably married. Not that I had any way of knowing from personal experience. Emily, I interrupted her flow. You might enjoy cross-country skiing if you'd give it a try. Not that I believed for a moment she ever would. With the Appalachian Trail not half a mile from your house, think of the gorgeous scenery but you have to go outside if you want to enjoy it. You sound just like Mark. He taught me to ski when we were first married, but I didn't like it. I never could get the hang of it, and he just wouldn't understand. I rolled my eyes at Dirk Farquharson, the 14th century ghost I'd acquired on a trip to Scotland this past summer, who stood looking out my living room bay window. I pointed to his left. Whoops, I said into the phone. Have to run, Emily. There's the door. You go answer it, Peg, she told me. I'll wait. No, I'll probably be a while. I'll catch up with you later. I disconnected and heaved a sigh. You were nay quite honest with Mistress Emily. There is nobody coming a-calling at the door. My 14th century Scottish conscience. Even though I could almost see through him, even though he'd been dead 653 years, he still had opinions that were hard to shake. I didn't say there was anybody standing outside. All I said was, there's the door. And, I pointed again, there it is.
It seemed perfectly logical to me. If she wanted to think someone was knocking on it, that's her problem. He made that low-pitched, grumbly Scottish sound of disapproval. Don't growl at me, I said, even though I rather liked hearing it. It emanated from his massive chest. I tried to keep my eyes from scanning the length of him, but lost the battle. He was so tall, so black-haired, so gentle, so fierce, so... Scottish. Ye should nae tell untruths. So stubborn, too. This is the way things are in the 21st century, as I've told you numerous times. I don't like getting trapped on the phone. Anyway, what's it to you? He gave me a long, level look from under those thick, straight brows of his. I did not ask to come here, he said. I did not desire to leave my home. Yeah, well, I did not like some of what I see here. Now.